Hello everybody, um, it's Andrew Abel here from Let's Talk with Andrew podcast. So today's session, we're going to have me uh, guested on the podcast. So, starting off with the introduction, um, my full name is Andrew Abel. Um, I'm from Arusha, Tanzania. I'm one of the youngest tour guides and travel consultant ever to be integrity in the industry. And the story that comes along with me, um, it just started uh, four years ago uh, when I finished my O-levels and, and I was qualified to go to my A-levels, but I opted to you know, to, to go to A-levels and found myself in the tourism industry where, where I, honestly, I never actually pictured my, my future in the tourism industry, to be honest, but it was always something that I was interested on because bear in mind, um, I'm a, I'm a son of a man who's been in the tour in, who's been in the tourism industry for 20 years. So by the time I was born, uh, my father was already in the tourism in, was already in the tourism industry. So I think I've kind of like uh, inherited that. Uh, so that was already uh, planted inside my genes. So um, so yeah. So after my all levels, uh, I went on to. I went on to college and I went and I did my tourism, uh, tourism, my tour guide and tour and, 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 and tour and tour guide management, uh, Akifil Career Center, um, uh, and Uzunguni, Uzunguni Street. And yeah, so after that, you know, I just, I just found myself, you know, after I graduated, then that's when the hustle started but the hustle started way before I actually even graduated you know um, I remember uh, while I was still in college you know I actually never knew nothing about you know tour guiding and everything you know I think I think I was like one of the few people in my class who never had a clue of nothing like yeah Besides my dad being a tour guide, like, I wasn't that much, you know, intact to that. You know, I wasn't that much, you know, tagged to, you know, to, to what, what he was doing at the moment, you know. But, you know, so when I was in college, that's when, you know, the spirit started, started cooking up, you know, because I was around people that were really, really passionate. Like, I remember when we were in, like, when we even went went on like bird watching. I remember my first uh, bird watching session. I was, I was like lost, you know, like because I just found myself. I was the only one who knew nothing about birds, and like everyone was like talking about, yeah, you see, that's an eagle, that's a bee eater, that's a sea, you know, you know. I was like, oh. You know, so slowly, 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 uh, I began uh, to to you know to get to get accustomed to it, and that passion started building up into a level where I was like, 
you know, yeah, like, this is what I want to do, this is the, this is, you know, this is the dream, you know, and I remember when I was in, when I was in college, um, I remember my first semester, you know, my first semester was, was one of my hardest because, you know, uh, I had a lot, a lot of food in my plate, um, and, 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 and with little, with little time to, you know, to actually, you know, have it all devoured up. And, and I think one of, one of the things that, um, I think, uh, make me one of the luckiest is I, I really had a, a really good, uh, teaching staff that, that was around me. You know, uh, I remember my, 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 my tour guide teacher, like both the ones who taught me, like, you know, tour guide and, 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 and tour guide management were, were also people who who also uh, were were in the you know were in the industry for 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 such a long time and they really had really um, really uh, huge experience. So for me that was an advantage because you know when 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 you find yourself with with these kind of people you know you, you get to learn a lot of things. You you also get to get advised a lot of things that you know you know that that are like ba- based on experience. And which for me, that was an advantage, you know, that was a huge advantage, you know, um, so, so, um, with, with that also, um, I remember when I was in, you know, a college too, like one of the, one of the hardest thing, because, you know, in our, in college, uh, there was, a there was an option of, you know, studying on, on, an extra language, you know, uh, like you know, Spanish or Germany or not not Germany, German or French, um, and not and, and English too for those who weren't who weren't uh, you know that that good in English. So with me um, at the time, I think my English level was somehow satisfying. So I was like, okay, let me just you know learn a, you know a lot of, another language besides besides English, and the language was Spanish. You know, I was re- I'm. Like growing up, man, I used to watch a lot of Spanish movies, so I used to love Spanish a lot. I even remember when I was in, I think when I finished the seventh grade, um, I used to, you know, I used to play around with my Google Translator and just type in random words and just translate them into Spanish and just pronounce them and stuff like that. Like it used to be Spanish and Portuguese because those were like languages that I used to, you know. Um, I used to hear a lot, like growing up, you know. Um, but besides that, like when I was in school, I used to love. I I learned French too, but like, <sighs> man, like I think I think this is actually one of my greatest uh, one of my greatest regrets. It's like when I was in school, like I used to learn French. Uh, I think in primary school, I used to learn French. Like in every school that I've ever been, there was there was a French class. But with me, I was too ignorant to actually pay attention. Like, I think I was, I, th- I don't think I was like the only one. I think a lot of kids in, you know, expect, like here in Tanzania, especially in, in like primary, I think like in secondary, it's like, you know, that's when like people really get to, you know, at least have that self-awareness and like, and like actually get to know like the importance of, you know, of being bilingual, you know, like when we say bilingual, we mean like excluding Swahili, <laughs> you know. So, so it's like, 
oh my god, you know. So I actually learned French and all, but like I never actually got to know nothing about it. Like I was really good in paper. Like when it came to paper, I was really good. I used to score beads like in every day, but when it came to you know pra- practicing it, like and actually speaking, bro, that's where the problem came. And yeah, and so that was all in the past. So I came into into Spanish. Man, it was it was one of the one of one of the hardest and most challenging things I've ever you know faced in my entire life. Like besides doing math, <laughs> you know, I think Spanish comes second to math. <laughs> you know, uh, it was really hard. But I think I also also but also you know me learning Spanish also motivated me to you know to strive to strive and, 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 and work really hard to, you know, to just, you know, to just, to just get it, to just, you know, be that, that Spanish speaking guide, you know, and I think this also is one of the things that made me, you know, like made, made my hustle start, start up like really early. Yeah. Um, like really early so I remember by the time when I was in my second semester that's when you know you know the hustle started so I remember by the time you know I started uh, engaging myself in in, in different uh, in different discussions in like different colleges uh, so I started uh, picking up like different uh, connections started meeting a lot of people from the industry especially Spanish uh, speaking tour guides you know and and translators and so with me just meeting them, you know, they kind of like really influenced me and, you know, inspired me to, you know, to, to just, to just want to, you know, do my best in, you know, in, 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 in learning. And, 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 and that's like one of the, the things that I'm really grateful, you know, I'm really grateful, uh, you know, I'm really grateful to, to, to God to, 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 to actually put, to actually uh, make me be in that position where, you know, I was actually, you know, I was, I was actually striving, you know, day and night, you know, just, you know, trying to memorize all these Spanish verbs and, and everything, you know, just trying to do everything. And I remember all that came into one thing, you know, you know, they came a time where, you know, I was around these, these discussions, these people, and, and they used to, and they used to tell me like, bruh. If you could able, if, if you could be able to, you know, have like an it, like inter intermediate level of speaking Spanish, bro, you can literally start working. I was like, what? I can really start working? I was like, oh my god, really? You know? And they were like, bro, you know, you could literally start working. You know, mix mix that with your, you know, with your uh, tour guide and uh, knowledge. You can literally start working. You can you can literally start picking up some you know some 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 work. You know you can you, you, you know. And I was like, oh my god, okay. So that really fueled up the fire. You know, that really fueled up the fire. And it was it was just all inside me. And and I was like, okay, man, Andrew, this is what you gotta do. This is what you gotta do. You know. And that's what I did. And Alhamdulillah, and that's what I did. And God really, you know, had 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 threw had threw up His blessings into me, and that's what I did. And that's what made me the the guy who I am right now. And I think 
it's funny how you know it's funny how I, I, I think I started creating a name for myself in a such a in a such a short time you know without even using the connections that you know most people would think I'd get for my for my dad like honestly I've actually not you know actually not uh, gotten uh, gotten uh, use of any connections from from my father you know most people will be like oh you know your father has been in the industry for 20 years old you know it's gonna be an easy road it wasn't an easy road like it just happened the connections that my dad meant me to have you know were connections that I already made by my own you know there were like people would tell me are you I tell people I'm 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 able son. People will be like, oh really? You're able son? Like you know, you know stuff like that. So it's like, you know, it just showed how you know how how hard work can really pay off, and and you know you just you just gotta put focus on on it, and and just work hard, and and just believe in yourself, have that self confidence, and surround yourself with people who y'all have who y'all share the same goal. You know, if me if me. I wouldn't like I remember it by the time when like I remember I kind of like missed out half of my second semester in college because I was too busy what they say working <laughs> you know <clears throat> so I remember in the time of my second semester I was out in Serengeti you know you know just 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 working bro I was working man and I was just working I was just creating you know I was just creating uh, unforgettable memories for from for, for all of these people, and yeah, and and I'm and, and and those are like things where when I I like think back when I just kind of like take time to like travel back. I'm like, oh my god, you know, I really I really you know passed through a lot. You know, those were like some some dark days and also which resulted to great times, and and yeah. So with experience, I'm like I'm four years into the game. I'm four years into the industry, uh, formally speaking, and I'm not just only uh, I'm not just only uh, dedicated into tool guiding, but I'm, I've also evolved into uh, into what they call uh, travel consultant. Um, I picked up Travel Consulting. I remember that was um, that was my, if not my first, it was my second year. You know, you know, actually, actually got into the tourism industry, and and it came, it came, it came like, you know, I just had friends you know people that I knew people that you know I that I kind of like created you know this these relations with that um, that happened to have problems with uh, well consulting issues you know people who who didn't know what to do you know and for me at first it started as like I was just doing favors for people people that people that you know that I knew I was just like helping out, you know, for me, like, you know, it started like that, but it just happened that I was, I was blessed with this, with the skills, with these, uh, this ability of, you know, 
of of doing consultation and and it just and I just kept getting better I just kept getting better and I'm um, and, and 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 to a point where I was like yeah I could I was like okay here I am a travel consultant let's let's do it let's do it and I did it and I helped out so many people get out from hellfire you know um, people that you know were on the verge of of being of getting you know of getting fraud you know I've been into fraud and and I've and I've been able to help these guys and and also I've helped people who were like who are really in a tight budget to you know to, to for them to like actually be able to think outside of the box like if there could be other options that they could do to so as for them to you know get the Tanzanian unforgettable experience you know and and I did all that out of out of love um out of compassion and it just resulted to me you know getting into travel travel consultant consulting and and it's it's one of the things that I'm really proud of myself like how I've, I've been able to evolve from tour guide into travel consult consultant and you know you never know when it's going to be my next move you know because I think these are all things that I was able to learn throughout being with people who have who've been who are like tour operators uh people who are like agents and 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 tour and 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 tour uh owners and and just being around those circles has kind of like made me learn and 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 just pick pick up every little piece of information that resulted to to who I am right now as a travel consultant so I'm really I'm really grateful to that I'm really grateful to God alhamdulillah for that too and and yeah so that's that's all about me that's all about Andrew so so we're gonna get into the next uh into the next segment which is gonna be uh, a segment where I'm gonna be answering some questions. So um, the first question is, what things should clients expect from from working with you? Uh, so things that clients should expect from working with me. Um, so first, firstly, I think clients who are gonna be clients who work with me can 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 be a testimony to this and. What I can say is clients who are gonna who are gonna be able to work with me are gonna be like one of the luckiest clients ever. You know, because from from the way from 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 the from from like the things that I have to offer, you know, um despite me just been able just just been bilingual, been able to switch from from English to Spanish and and also being able to speak Swahili is a great advantage for me too when it comes to giving out informations. 
Um, but also, I just think the kind of hospitality that I give out to my clients, the kind of, you know, the kind of um, understanding that I try to put on their needs and wants and expectations. <clears throat> it's just like, it's like, for me, I don't, I don't really just trying to put, I don't just put my clients in a box, you know, in a box where like, that's only, that's only, that's only there they're going to be able to, to move around. No, like, I put my clients in a position where just besides following up, you know, the itinerary, you know, I just put them in a position where they, like, I could give them, they could ask me out, you know, some extra things, you know, extra stuff. If it's information, if it's service, if it's whatever they, you know, they're, they're in need. Because at the end of the day, it's their experience, not mine. Like, I think most people try to, you know, just force some things into clients that, you know, kind of put clients in the position where they're, 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 they're like in a box. You know, for me, I just let my clients free, let them express themselves in the way they want to express themselves. Let them, you know, ask for stuff. You know, if, if there are things that are going to be out of my out of my reach, out of my capabilities, then I'll most definitely make that clear. But if there are things that, you know, are in my abilities, in my knowledge, you know, I'm most definitely going to offer them. And and I just think is just trying to create that connection with your clients, just trying to know, just trying to read their minds. You know, don't let your clients read your mind. You should read their mind because you work for them. You're, you're, you are the provider, you know, you know, um, so you're the provider and they're the seeker. So it's just, just trying to create that connection in, in, in which in the end, you know, it'll have them, it'll have them, you know, it'll have them enjoy, it'll have them, you know, create this, these unforgettable, you know, precious moments. And, and then, and in the end, you know, for me, that's what makes me happy. You know, that's what makes me happy. Like, no matter how challenging the the experience, like you know, the road to, to to achieving that experience was like how hard. But for me, in the end of the day, you know, them, you know, creating that that smile, you know, that joy, you know, that's 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 my greatest achievement. In every, um, in every, in every safari I've ever worked, or and and those that I'll be, that I'm to work, uh, I'm to work on in the future. That's that's the that's my greatest joy. That's my greatest achievement. Having my clients well satisfied, not just externally but internally. You know, in the end, you know, there will be friendship that will be created in the end. There will be friendship um, in which with friendship, it'll, it'll serve us in a, in a more, um, in a more long-term, uh, uh, in a more long-term point of view. So for me, I think those are the things my clients should expect uh, working, working with me. So the second question is, what suits you better between um, 
been permanently permanently um, hired and being a freelancer. Okay, so I think I'm gonna start with being a freelancer. I think I've been a freelancer ever since, <laughs> honestly. Uh, and I think one of the reasons that made me be a freelancer, I think, is because first, uh, my my age, you know. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't know about the tourism industry, like besides, you know, you been able to know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone, which that plays a huge role, you know, into the game. But also, you know, being a being a, a twenty year old like like me, it's really hard for people to trust you, no matter how good you are. No matter how good you can you can drive a, a land cruiser, no matter how good you can speak French, Spanish, English, if you're young and and unfortunately you find yourself in a position where you don't know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone, oh my God, that's gonna be a really hard situation for you. It's going to be a really, really, really um, hard situation, which is something that I really faced. Despite me, I believe like, I, ha- I, ha- I have good qualities. I'm bilingual, well, well knowledgeable, good experience, a satisfying experience. I have a license, which, which provides me to be able to drive passengers but still that's not but still that's not enough like it's not enough for me to actually be employed so are you just gonna stay there and be like I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for that employment you know employment door to open or you just gonna go and get it that's what I did I did I never I never waited for the for the employment door to to open I just went there and you know, I just, I just, I just, I just, I just took every chance that, that, that God had blessed me with. Every opportunity that came to me, I just, you know, sometimes you have to be opportunistic, bro. You have to be an opportunist, you know. I ain't gonna lie, like, an opportunist in a, in a good way, because that's the only way you're gonna survive. And I think that this is the only, this is, I think, in the tourism industry here in like here in Tanzania, I think the majority of freelancers, the majority of, of tour guides are freelancers. I think for like tour operators, the majority of them are 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 hired because that's like more of, of an office work, but still, you know, there there are people who who do it, you know, in a in a freelancing type of way. But the majority of tour guys here in Tanzania are freelancers. Even some who also own their own companies, who have their own tour operating companies, but still they choose to 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 swing around in this in this freelance in this freelance swing. And one of the things I think. A lot of people don't know about being a freelancer. First of all, you get to have a huge exposure. Because when you're a freelance, 
you get to work with different companies. With different companies, that means you get your 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 exposure is uplifting. <clears throat> For example, like like you know, just working with different companies, you get to learn a lot. You get to pick up a lot, a lot of things, which which would be quite different from one who just got hired to one company and 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 he or she is there for like three years to to, to like try to compare him with me who have been going back I've been going around this loop of you know just different companies different people working for different people and you know been able to work with different type of clients you know, from different nations, which also that can happen in one company, and and you know, you just been hired in one company, but but still, you know, I think there's that advantage of exposure that you get from from being a freelance. And another thing about being a freelance freelancer is you get to be your own boss. You get to decide when to work. Though sometimes, <laughs> though the crazy thing is, though sometimes. Uh, that might not be in your capability. You know, sometimes you might find yourself enforced to work evenly just because that's the shot that you that you that you got. Like you just gotta take that shot, and and that's the only time you have. But I think for people who are who are more experienced into the uh, into the freelancing uh freelancing uh freelancing world or or i think are some of those people who who get to decide when to work and and not to work you know but i think in, in the high season everybody wants to work everybody wants to work uh but i think when it comes to like the peak season and and the lower season uh there are people who who have that sort of decision they're like honestly for me i'm not in that capability right now of decide when to work like no matter if if it ha- like no matter what time no matter if it's low or high i'm ready to work bro i'm 20 years old i can take i can take that exhaustion i'm ready to work I think I can work in all 365 days honestly. I don't really care. Because I'm I'm young, I'm flesh. You know, I can I can I can take all that. But I think for people who are like in a position where, you know, they're more um you know, they're kind of like really aged up. They they really need some some, you know, some some time off. You know, but for young bloods like me, huh, we can take all the smoke. We can take all the heat, you know. We we're ready for anything because we are hungry, you know. We all hungry here, you know. So so yeah. Uh, so another thing is, uh, which you know is an advantage of being a freelance is, you know, you get to you get to decide. I think it's quite similar from from what I just said re- previously. You know, it's like you get to decide 
what kind of type of work or type of, you know, safaris you want to do. You know, you're like, there are people going to be like, I only take private safaris. I only do private. I don't do, I don't do joining. You know, they're like people, you know, so like when you're a freelance, you, you get to decide. But when you're, when you're hired, you don't get to decide. Whatever the office plans out for you, that's what you're going to do. Unless if you're like chief, chief, you're like the chief, you're like a chief uh, tour guide leader, like my brother, Madil, at, at Zara, then okay, you have an option. <laughs> but if you're, if you're not in that position, then you just got to take what you got to take. You know, so so I think that's so those are like uh, the the advantages that that I've seen, you know, in in my lifetime of being a freelancer. But the downside of, of being a freelancer also, I think the downside uh, actually kind of like hugely revealed itself, you know, uh, when the Corona, when the Corona uh, pandemic heated up. Oh my God! I think if if there's gonna be one of the most hardest times for I think in in that you know for, for people who are doing freelancing tour guiding, I think it's it's 2020. Even even right now, talking in 2021, like now 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 I'm I'm, I'm talking from 2021, you know. It's still, it's still really hard to, you know, it's still hard times for, 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 for tour guys who are doing freelancing, you know. I think the situation got a little bit, a little bit better for, for people who own their own cars, like have their own safari, safari jeeps, like Land Cruisers, Land Rovers, you know. For those who are, who are, who are, who are fortunate, like my father, who, you know, who are, who, are, who are fortunate to have to own their own cars, then okay, they actually got able to you know do something with you know do something with that you know if it's uh, you know and which a lot of people got to do you know you know inborn tourism. You know, a lot of Tanzanians um, actually uh, really supported us. You know, they really, really supported us. I'm not gonna lie, and that support—that's what kept my brothers from the freelancing club uh, eating. That's what kept them eating. You know, but. Still, you know, it was it was really, really, really hard times, you know. And I think for people who were who who kind of like never had that financial literacy, you know, it was a really, 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 really hard time. You know, for people who never actually had savings, you know, man, it must have hit them really hard. And, and especially for people who are who are. Um, or family, uh, family, family, family leaders like fathers and and and, and mothers and, and 
uncles and brothers, it must have been a really, really hard situation. For me, it was really hard. I am not gonna lie. It was really hard. You know, if I if I if if if, if I take time to close my eyes and 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 and, 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 and like think of 2020 and I'm like, oh my God, you know, God really, 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 like, if you ask me, how did I pass 2020? I'm like, I don't really know. I think it was, it was God's grace. I think it's God's grace that we all made it in 2021. It's God's grace. It's God's grace. No one should be like, ah, oh, no, man, I was like, you know, I hired some money or something like, no, 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 bro. Stop all that talk, bro. Because 2020 was one of the hardest years in the tourism industry, not just in the tourism industry, but since we're talking about tourism here, so I, I would not like to get mixed into some other stuff. You know, it was really one of the hardest times. And, you know, but come to life, we, we, we made it out of 2021. And we hope, you know, uh, with the vaccine, um, we hope it really, it really, you know, brings out that, that uh, advantageous uh, impact that we are all expecting, you know, that we're all expecting that it actually helps out with the, you know, with the reduction of, you know, of, of the spread of the, of the virus. Um, but still, you know, in real life right now, you know, you know, I think people, people started coming, you know, we, Especially, you know, people from Northern Europe, man, they've really been on saviors right now. You know, people from Northern Europe, uh, United States, man, don't ask me how people from the United States made it, but yeah, United States or South Africa, man, I think these, and Russia, like talking about Northern Europe, Russia, man, Russians have really saved tourism here in Tanzania. Besides my fellow Tanzanians, like Russians and, you know, people from like Norway, uh, Sweden, Switzerland, and also French too. French people been coming. Um, yeah, like I know for for my amigos, you know, in Spain, man, it's, it's, it's really been a hard situation for them. I'm not saying for all these countries it's not been, but I'm just saying like, it's really been hard for them to literally travel you know, in this, in this transition period, you know, but all in all, uh, inshallah, we hope this summer, you know, we get to have my amigos back, uh, we get to recibir a todos, you know, you get to re- receive y'all, all my amigos, desde España y Latinoamérica, espero que... Que voy, que voy a, a daros una bienvenida a Tanzania de nuevo. Okay, so that was just a message to all my Spanish people, all my Spanish clients. I love y'all. <clears throat> so, third question. <clears throat> As a youth, what impact are have you and your peers influence into the industry Hmm. I think the impact is obvious you know the impact is obvious and the impact is played in both sides 
you know, in both positive and negative. Uh, positively and negatively, you know, but I'm mostly going to base on the positive side because I don't want, I don't want to degrade myself, yo. So, you know, I think with, with us, like, you know, the, fle- the flesh and young bloods, you know, we've really, we've really increased that, that, uh, you know, that work efficiency, you know, that efficiency, because let me tell you, so our twenty from like 20 years to like maybe 30 or let's say 35 year olds, I think these are people who can work at maximum, can, can maximally work six months consecutively. No joke. I'm putting no joke. People be going back and forth six months consecutively. You know, so you can see that work efficiency and that work pop, like that work input that we brought into the game. When which that's an advantage for all y'all, you know, tour company owners and you know and tour operators. Y'all have your work, all your works, you know, done in time. And not just in time. You know, even when y'all throw all that weight on us, we still carry it. Which I'm not saying for, you know, for, you know, for the, for the seniors, for the seniors, no disrespect to the seniors, no disrespect, because these guys have been, have been doing this for several, for, 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 for several years. I know people have been in for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years into the tourism industry. But I'm just saying like with them, you know, they're not how, they're, they're, they're not how they used to be back then. They're not how, you know. So, so with us, it's like easy to throw, to throw all that extra weight into us, because, because of, because, because, because of like how we are. Like we're we're young, we're fresh, we're you know, we 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 have all all it takes to to, to literally take it all. So I think we've actually increased that work efficiency. And and I think with, and also another thing is, uh, we've kind of like brought like a, like a revolution into, um, into, into the game. Like, like, like recently, you know, you get to see a lot of um, Spanish speaking tour guides French-speaking tour guides, um, German-speaking tour guides, Russian-speaking tour guides, Italian-speaking tour guides. All these are people. The majority are the are the young flesh and blood. You know, like which was something that was in a in a really minor um, in a really minor. Our percentage back then, you know, back then, you know, if you if you go to town and ask how many Spanish-speaking tour guides uh, are available, or how many German-speaking tour guides, or French-speaking tour guides, or Italian, or Russian, Norwegian, you know, Dutch, you know, you would you would find the number been been really low. But compared to now, bro. 
there's a place in town called, you know, it's a college, you know, but like the, the building is called uh, Django La Mole. If you, if you go to Django La Mole there, th- then, then you know how many people, you know, we have that speak French, how many people, you know, you get to know the number, Italian, German, you know, Russian. And I was really surprised when I met, when, when I, when I, when I, I didn't actually meet the guy, but I saw the guy. You know, through a video, he was actually in Grown Girl, and like he was giving out some briefings to all these Russians. I was so impressed. You know, you, you might you might think you speak languages, bro. There are people who speak languages. You know, so and Ch- I forgot Chinese too. We like we have a lot of people speaking Chinese recently. So you can see like the how 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 we kind of like brought this revolution and. And, and like changed changed the the industry into into more like because honestly like you know with 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 us tour guides been able to speak multiple languages it's an advantage for us as it, it increases our working chances no matter how, no matter if you're a freelance freelancer or you're you're hired you're permanently hired it doesn't matter you know it increases your chances because if it's in a company like companies have an advantage like having you it's an advantage for them because they know they're gonna be able to to use you and have you you know serve as many as you know as many clients because for example if if you're a, a guy that speaks spanish french uh maybe in german you know, so they know if they have Spanish clients, you're going to be able to work with them. If you have French clients, you're going to be able to work with them. If you have German German clients, you're going to be able to work with them. And it's going to, you know, multiply the profit too for them. And also, that also, you know, facilitates, you know, uh, the means of communication for, 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 uh, for, for our clients. You know, because, you know, not every, you know, not every not every person is is well uh enabled to you know to understand english because as we know yes english is an international language but you know we all grew up from different you know from different cultures and different and different educational systems so there might be some other clients who are who, who come to our country and that might have been something that's that's of a disadvantage so how do we serve them you know so so with us being able to speak their languages that facilitates and simplifies it for them to you know to get the same same you know um communicational uh communicational um experience as it would have been maybe for for an american or an english person so so yeah so i think with that you know i think that's like one of the if, if, if you're talking about impacts, I think that's like one of the main, uh, main, main impacts that we've, we as, we as, uh, we as uh, young bloods have really brought into, into the industry. And I, and I'm really proud to be one of the young, one of the young bloods, you know, I'm really proud. Shout out to all my young bloods in, in the industry. Ah. <sighs> So, um, fourth question, what do you think causes lack of sustainability for Tanzanians, 
for Tanzanian-owned tour parading companies and agencies. And this is a this is a really good question. I remember I was having this conversation like a week ago with you know with a friend, and and what I'm saying is I think a lot of people like a lot of you know I think it's good that you know. Recently, we've had we've we've had an increase of of you know uh, Tanzanian uh, Tanzanian owned uh, tour parading companies and agencies, but also with that, like still, you just have you know it's it's sad that still that you know the number of these you know companies surviving to the next season. Or maybe survive in the next the next year, you know, the mortality rate is very very low. It's very very low when it comes to that. Like it's very very low. You know, and and I think for me, like if you ask me, I think most of these people, like most of these, because it's not it's not about. You know the policy of the government. I think like the government has really made it easier for for people to open you know to operating companies and agency right now in this day and age compared to years back. Like ten years back, it was way harder to own your own to operating company or agency rather than now. You know, but like recently, even with the government still like you know supporting us, you know. We were trying to implement like policies that will really bring about advantage to to its people, which is us. You know, with us investing into the tourism industry, but still, you know, it's been really hard for us to survive. I think one of the main reasons is, you know, I think people, I think most of these people are not well prepared. Like before, they're not prepared. Like it might be like mentally. Though most people are like, and some might, most people maybe are like, you know, maybe financially well prepared because they think it's like a financial thing. But okay, finance also plays part in that. But it's more of like, you're, you, you as you like being well self prepared. Like, are you really ready to put all that focus, all that energy into driving this thing? You know, driving this this company of yours, this agency of yours. You know, are you really ready? You know, and I think not. You know, having that you know that awareness and like alertness, but also I think knowledge too plays a role because I am not. I'm not gonna lie. Most people be open to these companies. Most these people are not well knowledgeable. Of, uh, of how to run these businesses. They're not well knowledgeable. They're just taking things by experience. Because if you ask me, like, in every, like, in, in, like, in every company that has survived, let's just say, for five years, if you go and see how they run their business, you see how their structure is, you know, and you kind of see and you try to take that into comparison with all these 
you know, dying or soon to die companies, you're going to be amazed. You know, I think it's just a matter of like really, really preparing, you know, actually making sure that you have the right connections, you know, you have the right, uh, you know, agents, like how's your, uh, you know, how's your availability or how's your inability of getting clients? How is it? You know, because if you're gonna be, if you're gonna, if you're gonna only be able to have ten clients per year, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not saying like having ten clients is a problem, but like, how are you gonna, how are you changing it going forward? Is it gonna remain the same, or, or is it gonna, you know, is it, is it going to, is it going to change? Because, like. Right now in Arusha, we have this thing like everybody wants to be the boss. It's okay to be the employed, bro. It's okay. Because, because for me, if you ask me, like, um, are, you, are you interested in opening a safari company? And I'll tell you no. Because, because I know because I know what it takes. I know. I just don't want to open a Safari company and be like, okay, Andrew just has his own Safari company. Because like, like everybody has his own Safari company. It's just, it's just like a normal thing now. You know, back then when someone, you know, would would have would own a Safari company, man, would be like, oh my God, man. You know, there would be like some depth in it. You know, but right now it's like, oh, okay, you know, okay, you know, because. Everyone is open to Safari Company right now. Everyone is doing it. But like how many of these companies surviving? The numbers few. So I think it's just like people should actually get get that, you know, people should really try to be more knowledgeable on how to run these businesses and also have financial literacy. And I think financial literacy is, is another thing that it's been it's a it's a number one thing contributing to the downfall of these companies, you know. People are not able to separate their personal expenses and and their business expenses. People mix that. And that also comes with the profits. People find themselves spending money out of their capital just for their personal expenses. Because they're like, if I spend like this thousand dollars, yeah, I'll probably get it back because maybe, because, okay, clients might, might book, clients might even have that, you know, that, that guaranteed, that guaranteed, you know, booking or reservation, you know, but still, they can, they can have that money back. Because we've seen that happen in, you know, last year. Like, a lot of clients had had gotten their refunds. So, let's say you're a person who already had, you used that money for, you know, for your personal reasons. So, how is it going to put you? Man, it's going to have you in debt. It's going to have you in huge debt. You know? So, I think, like, it's just, it's not just, like, financial literacy, but, like, people just have a respect on their businesses. Just respect what you do. I think most people don't respect. 
that goes with us tour guides too. Like, <clears throat> I think like one of the people that should be like one of the most successful people should be us. I'm telling you, should be us. We should be one of the most successful because of the opportunities and the kind of people we surround ourselves with. They all contribute to, to huge success. But it's so sad to find the majority of, of tour guides are not actually that successful as they're meant, as they're expected to be. You know, we, we also lack that financial literacy. We also lack that. You know, we, you know, we just, and sometimes I think we don't respect our work. We just treat our work as, as a game or it's like, or like, it was like a daily routine, you know? And this goes to all of us, not the young bloods, not the seniors. This goes to all of us. Only few of us have that, you know, I've gotten that that enlightenment, you know? And I'm like, you know, so when I was coming into the game, those were things I thank God I already foresaw. You know, I already foresaw and I was like, okay, I should really try to be more careful, you know? So I think this is something that's circulating, um, and a lot of and a lot of faculties in the in the tourism industry, but mostly when it comes to um, to to owners and, and 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 I just move a little bit to us tour guides. I think it's something that we should really work on, honestly, uh, for, in order for us to move forward in a more in a more positive way and bring about you know success into ourselves and for our country as well. The fifth question, who are your influencers or influencer in the Tanzanian tourism industry? Um, honestly, if you ask me, my biggest influencer has to be my father, has to be him. Because <laughs> I think this is something he even doesn't know. I would say like influencer, but also inspired me to 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 do to, to achieve more. I, I would start speaking on in the inspirational part. Like, okay, so when I was when I was like you know in my hustle, like at, at the in, initial start of my hustle, you know, like in my mind, I was there was always this voice that that used to you know talk to me be like you should always do this to be more than your father you should always do this be more than your father so it's like like so in my head I was like everything that I want to do I want to suppress my father like I want to suppress I want to suppress him in every way you know because he already influenced me like okay man I, I really because man 20 years in the game bro it ain't easy man it ain't easy bro so I was like okay man I want I want to be better than him you know, I want, I want, like, if it comes to, you know, into, into, into topic of discussion, um, Abel and his son, you know, 
his son is, you know. So I've always wanted to be more, more than, like I, I think I've, like I think maybe I might, I might have got into myself of wanting to be more like him, and to want to be more than him. So he influenced me a lot, you know, because even though uh, you know he might not know that I've been paying attention to him, which he thinks I don't, but I do pay attention to him. And what he does, and how he works, and how he coordinates, and his work, and 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 his his work ethic, you know, I've really learned a lot from him. Just from spending little time with him, you know, I've really learned a lot. You know, I think I would get to learn more if I, from the more I keep staying with him, and he'll get to pass me all the all the all the gold and and diamonds that I need to. I need to have. Uh, the second one has to be uh, has to be Madil. Um, Madil is a chief tour a chief tour leader, if not tour guide leader. I think. I just kind of like I'm not. I, I really, I really mix these terminologies. To be honest, with Madil, you know, actually. Uh, was able to you know found uh, found about him through uh, through Instagram through uh, through the tour through the Tanzanian tour guide awards and since then I've, I've been able to you know follow and just you know get to connect with him and just with posts and stuff like that you know he's really been inspirational like the way how he does his work the way how he makes his posts and just generally you know it really influenced me and really inspired me to a point where I was like oh this is who I want to I want to try to be you know going forward and and just trying to and just trying to implement all these good all these things that from him and have in me you know because you should not hate you just got to be inspired you should not hate uh, so the third person is Fahad. Um, he's a Fahad Faud. Uh, he's a photographer. Um, I think he's also one of the people that actually really uh, inspired me and also influenced me uh, at the start of my hustle too. Um, I don't really know him in person. At least with my deal, like we we've had conversations through our Instagram and stuff. Like with him, I don't really know him in person, but he really influenced me a lot. Like as throughout his photography, um, he really inspired me to to want to you know work on that too in the future with you know doing uh, wildlife photography and. Just with this photography, you know, I was able to get to learn a lot throughout the knowledge that came along, came along his craft and, you know, just his work ethic, like just how he runs things, just like how he, um, he, he, um, how he coordinates with, uh, with, 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 with people, you know, all of that, you know, just really, 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 really inspired me into into wanting, you know, into into wanting to 
you know, improve myself better. So going forward to the sixth question, where do you see yourself in the coming five years in the industry? Well, inshallah, I see myself being one of the top tour guides in the country. That's what I see myself. And also having one of the top top travel agencies. Not a tour operating company, a travel agency. Not a travel, not a tour operating company. It's a travel agency. Having one of the most biggest travel agencies to ever have been in Tanzania. Inshallah, that's what I see myself. Seventh question. How have the policies from the current running government impacted you? Well, I think I would sound ungrateful if I wouldn't really acknowledge how, you know, the, the, the current running government of Mr. John Pombe Magufuli has really, you know, impacted me in a in a in an advantageous way and where like you know just you know the policies have have really enabled me to you know have um an easy coming with you know when it when it came to like you know education and like you know college you know how um how how the government has really tried to work on, you know, working on the type of education that's given out in these colleges and really trying to, you know, you know, have them, have them, um, have them, have them uh, really, really filtered into, into giving them, giving them access into, to, to whom should, should own right to provide education this type of education in a in a in a in a college level and just out of that you know i think uh i don't think i do see that the government has really really uh embraced us as tour guides you know um really really has really embraced us tour guides uh supporting us in in different ways like with infrastructures you know trying to you know facilitate these infrastructures as for them to be an easy working environment for us not just when we are at the bush but also on the way on our ways going to on our way going to the bush you know so i think those are one of the few things that i think for me have really have really impacted me into into my upcoming and and to so many people as well eighth question what advice would you give to to the ministry of tourism 
Uh, for me, if if I would have been given a chance to have uh, a one-on-one conversation with the minister of tourism, I think I would I would just like to say that I would like I would like for them as as a, a body uh, that you know as a body from 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 the government. Uh, they should try to just create ways where they could, you know, um, advertise uh, our tourism, uh, like like how other um, developing countries have been doing. Which I'm not saying that um, I'm not saying they're not doing their best. They're really, really doing their best. But I'm just saying they should just find other uh, strategies and and ways where they could uh, implement that, and not just with that, even with with their policies. You know, they just just gotta try to use everything in their abilities to to make sure Tanzania is the top most visited country in Africa and going forward into the whole world because Tanzania is blessed with so many things that other countries are not blessed with. But still, uh, it's funny enough that, you know, there are countries that, you know, get to get to have more more tourists than than us. So it's it's such a surprising thing. But still you know, because we really came from a long way. It's not it's not something that I'm speaking of in a negative way. No, I'm just saying that, you know, we, we really have a long way to go, you know, with this. Because, and especially with tourism, since it's, it's one of the most fast, it's, it's, one of the, it's one of the most fast growing industries in the country, uh, contributing more than you used to, than used, you know, into 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 the Tanzanian income. So I think since we came from a long way, you know, I think we we really asked the I asked the ministry and who who administers all these other nonprofit non non governmental and government organizations. Uh, they should they should really try to create more policies in which will enable us to get into into the tourism map and tourism market easily and 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 have ourselves really really well established so for all of y'all who are listening um so this sums up um the second segment where um me and Abel us your guest today um i've i've been able to answer all, all the questions that came came up to me uh and i really hope that y'all were satisfied with the with the ways that uh, i've answered all these questions if if y'all have something that uh that y'all still are in doubt y'all can just write your review um, in in my podcast 
in my podcast channel or in my podcast socials. Uh, so it's it's Let's Talk with Andrew podcast on Facebook page, and it's Lost Tag with Andrew podcast too in Instagram, and it's Lost and it's Let's Talk with Andrew podcast on Twitter too. So concluding up with with today's session, um, I would just like to be grateful to all of y'all that have really, really uh, given yourselves time to to re- literally tune in into 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 our first episode. You know, this is um, this is our grand opening. You know, um, so I'm really, really, really uh, grateful to 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 Allah for you know giving me this ability and 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 the strength to actually you know voice up with y'all today and 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 for everyone who's actually listening you know uh, it's it's such a huge support you know um, for me you know doing this podcast is something that I'm really really passionate with and I really see uh, the impact that the podcast is really gonna is really going to to put going forward you know uh, it's really gonna be a bridge uh, of us people from from the industry and for y'all who are spectating to actually get to know things that happen uh, beyond the scenes and and y'all actually actually get to know uh, stories and and and, and with these stories, we'll resort out to uh, enlightenment and 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 bring about awareness to 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 all of y'all that 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 never actually had had a clue of things that are happening in the tourism industry. So it's it's me for it's it's me today, Andrew Abel, and and that sums up everything. Um, Again, I'm really, really grateful um, for all of y'all who have really given their their time to to tune in and actually give my podcast a listen. Uh, this is actually not my podcast. This is y'all podcast. It's just me hosting. You know, I really hope in the coming in the coming days we'll be able to have more people come in and 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 and, and literally host. You know, because this is this is not my podcast. This is y'all podcast. So it's just me, you know, uh, you know, actually giving it a push on the start and and starting up. So, so hope y'all get to, you know, enjoy the the rest of the coming of the coming um of the coming podcasts. And if there's someone who'd really love to be to be featured on the podcast from the tourism industry. You can just uh, send me a message through all my socials. Um, you can also send me a message through my 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 personal socials, uh, my Instagram, my Facebook, my uh, my WhatsApp, my Telegram, my Twitter. In uh, all my socials is Andrew Abel, um, and y'all will be able to find my WhatsApp and and my Telegram on on my Instagram so that's all for today thank you
Asante sana.